Hi, I'm Lavoni. And I'm Sarah, and welcome to the Lavoni and Sarah podcast, where we talk all things weight loss and well-being. On today's episode, Lavoni and I chat about the Mediterranean diet and why it's touted as one of the healthiest diets in the world. What makes up a Mediterranean diet and why is it supposedly so good for you? What can you do to make small changes to your diet to emulate it? Plus, it's not the only cultural diet way to eat for better health and weight loss. Listen in to find out. But before we dive into today's topic, let's do a quick catch up on what sort of week we've had. I feel a little bit nervous to ask Lavoni, how was your week? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can see your oh, face and I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it hasn't been. It hasn't been a great week. Um, not just because I've gone hog wild on the eating, although the last weekend wasn't fabulous. But yeah. um, my goal was to be consistent all week, yes, and you know, I just and I just haven't been. Not how I want to be. I have been, yes, again. Uh huh. Um, and you know, I'm not using this as an excuse, but I'm on a photo shoot. But I'm going to be on a photo shoot for the next six weeks, so right. three so different ones. Find, yeah. So I have to find, you know, a um, just a, I have to do the routine and yeah. just change it up well, a not, bit. And I think we should probably share you're not feeling no, sparkly I'm, either. No, I'm definitely not at all sparkly. <laughs> I have um, a lurgy coming on. Um, now, is that a, do the English, the English say lurgy, don't they? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, I said that yesterday and nobody knew. What, apparently oh. the Americans don't say it, yeah. Oh, well, we're just mm. educating. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So anyway, I've got some sort of cold that, no, it's not COVID because that's what everybody thinks. It's like, oh, really? They're you know, going yeah, no, and, and actually nobody asked me that, but I did test um, last night and I don't have it. But, you know, I don't know, somebody's given it to me because I hide myself away from the world most of the time. It's nice of them to share. It is nice <laughs> of them to share, yes. So your yeah. consistency has been, is not been... It's not been great. You know, I'm going to be honest. No. So I really, really want to work on that. And I know we're not talking about our goals for the, the coming week yet, but that's definitely going to be one of mine, is to just, you know, I just have to roll with it. You know, I mean, you, things happen in life, and yeah. and I just find that, they can just throw me so off track. You not think it goes back to the episode and the conversation we had where it's just, you just have to do it. And it's that right. commitment and that intention. Right. And, yeah. Which Find is the so time. Which is easier said than done. Right. For some reason, there's this huge part of us that just sort of seems to want to sabotage ourselves all right. the time. Right. Yeah. It yeah. just comes down to that at the end of the day. Well, so basically all the vice that, you know, that we give, I yeah. need to... I need to take yes. that on. So that's something I'm really going to work on over the next... Have you had time to you know? journal? No. Because I think maybe that would be something... That would help, help me, yeah. yeah. Even if it's just for five minutes. So, yeah. no, I know. I need, exactly. That's a really good thing. I'm going to um, grab that right now as we're talking. Okay. Pop it out over Give there. So okay. I will do that, definitely. Even if maybe if I need to do it overnight... Because yeah, my mornings are just like focus, it gets yes. your head out onto the page. Yes, and, and I think yeah. you know that whole adage of speak to yourself as you would speak to someone else. Mm-hmm. You're really hard on yourself. So oh yeah, just a little bit of yeah gentle talk. Yes, yes. No, I'm very hard on myself. What about you? What? Were, how did you do? Mine was consistency as well. We both had the same goal, didn't we? I made some really consistent choices with my food, actually, the type of That's food great. That I've been eating. So I'm, I'm really pleased with that. I'm still, I'm because I'm enjoying it, I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. the sort of the 
the type of style of food and the, the way that I'm cooking it. And um, I made those choices. I was away at the weekend. So some of it wasn't as easy as others because when you're eating out, obviously you're limited to the menu that's in front of you. But just try to always choose something that wasn't too processed or definitely not junk food as such. Right. Some crisps and nuts and things. But, um, that's a good though. Yeah, exactly. Mm. An alcohol-free beer. Right. Um, just because alcohol's not really agreeing with me at the moment. So, yeah, really enjoyed the weekend. Came back and didn't feel like I'd... Overindulged, yeah. For the sake of having a few days away. So, that's good. The thing that's not been great for me is exercise has dropped off my radar. Oh, because you've been I mean, busy? I'm still moving. I'm very... Well, yes, I'm just lazy. I think it's a, a blend. Okay. I'm not going to sort of dress it up too much. Right. Part of it is, it's run through my head, or I've even got my, you know, my gym kit on, and then I'm like, oh... And I'll go later and then later doesn't come. Right. I'm still very active as in I'm on the move all the time, mm-hmm. but a dedicated gym or weight session or, you know, cardio session just hasn't been happening. So I need to readdress that and start to put it back at the front again because it does make such a difference. That's um, a good goal for next week. Yeah. So that's week. my update, I would say. I think I'm happy with my consistency in as far as my food choices. There's lots of things I can still work on. Right. It's not like it's a perfect routine, but... um. But, yeah, not so good on the exercise. So, Do you know what I've been doing when I come home of a night? And this is a good segue into the Mediterranean diet that we're talking about today. Is I've been making um, a plate. I'd say a little plate, but it actually looks quite full by the time I'm done. Of I have some hummus and then I chop up some veggies to dip in it. And yeah. um, I don't know if you like anchovies or not. I love anchovies. Yeah. So a little can of anchovies and some really, really good. I can never say the name. Um, it's castor. Uh, anyway, they're big sort of green buttery olives. Like for first oh, okay. time. For people that say they don't like olives, they should try these. I'll get try the these. name though. Yeah. Um, what else do I put on? Just a little feta, some walnuts. Um, God. I thought there was, oh, pickled onions, like okay. red pickled onions. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. And then I red have... pickled onions. Yeah. Yeah, red, because red onions are, are the highest in antioxidants because yeah, of yeah. the colour of Do them, Do you right? pickle them yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, you know, I slice them up and yeah, then yeah. pickle them and put them in jars. Um, and then what else do I have? I think that's, is that it? Anyway, I have like this plate of, oh, some dried apricots. Um, and then, you know, I've been eating a little bowl of cherries afterwards. Oh, my stomach's rumbling. Hopefully nobody can hear that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been having that of a night for dinner, which so is very, that's just, just being my e- evening that meal. That wasn't like your pre. That wasn't <laughs> like, my, wow. my pre, no, my pre-dinner. <laughs> but it's just, you know, lots of veggies and then mm-hmm. a little bit of everything else. But um, I don't feel completely stuffed. I don't know. Just I love it. It's one of my favorite things to eat is that. And it is very Mediterranean. Mm -hmm. So um, that was, you know, like I said, a good segue into it. If somebody is, I think, if somebody is trying to eat healthier um, and just is a bit lost because there's so much misinformation out there, the Mediterranean diet is a really good way to start. And I found this great website. Um, it's an American website, and it's called Eating Well. And I will put the link into um, on our website or yeah. 
you know, I'll share this link on socials. Yeah. Because they have, and it's free. You can subscribe to their magazine, but they have so many good Mediterranean recipes and, um, just about the Mediterranean diet on their website Mm -hmm. of all the places that I've looked at that just, there's a lot of recipes there because I've bought Mediterranean books. I've walked, worked on Mediterranean books and I um, actually bought two last week and sent them back because I didn't think they were particularly good. Right. Okay. So, um, but there's a lot of recipes online for the Mediterranean diet. Um, but yeah, so somebody wants to start eating better. I think that's a really good place just to, to clarify, start. When we're saying the meditate Mediterranean diet, we're, yeah, we're not, not talking about to describe a diet program. We're just talking right. about the way of the, the way, way they, they eat, eat. Yeah. and the countries diet rather yes. than a diet. Yes, the countries primarily um, are Greece, Italy, Spain, and southern France. So it's not mm-hmm. like you know chunkabree on a baguette um (laughs) (laughs) although that's really good Uh, or a croissant or something like that it's um i think you know can also include morocco egypt and lebanon in there although lebanon to me is more uh, isn't necessarily what i would consider mediterranean but those countries as well so you know even if you got a greek cookbook or an an italian cookbook spanish cookbook um that all comes under that that all comes under that umbrella yeah but, um, you know, something that I, mean, I just like it because it's sustainable. You know, it can become a lifestyle. It's not to say you can't eat other things, but, you know, its primary focus is unprocessed food. Lo- the, the focus is on fruits and vegetables, yep. whole grain, um, a lot of plant-based eating. And then, um, of course, you know, lots of, of the seafood too, which, you know, isn't, always um accessible to people you know if you're landlocked you can buy yeah you can buy some frozen but beans and lentils so the legumes um and nuts so those sort of things are healthy unsaturated fats like olive oil of course um and also um extra virgin canola oil which is really hard to find like rapeseed oil Right. Yeah, which is canola, right? Um, okay. But the but the virgin press of it. But mm-hmm. anyway, so that um, primarily makes up their their food. It's funny because when I thought about you know without having an actual um, education in what the Mediterranean diet is, it was just my opinion of it. That was that was kind of exactly what, what I came up thinking? with. So for me, it sums up a lifestyle in my mind. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about it and those were the things I made some notes on what does that mean for me then so in my mind I was thinking clean fresh food no artificial processed food or very limited amounts of that one thing I wrote down was also enjoying the preparation and the eating of it right when I've created a visual sort of image of this maybe a little bit movie style I don't know but in my (laughs) head I've got you know lots of lots of enjoyment around the preparation of getting these fresh produce and having it out on the bench when you're going to start to prepare it there's this real enjoyment of those things isn't it the raw ingredients Mm -hmm. even um I've also written down that for me it's like a social event when they eat Mm -hmm. um so again the sort of the vision for me is lots of people gathering around a table taking their time over a meal 
it's actually something to be enjoyed rather than hurried or even ashamed about it right you know because sometimes I think that we can get into the mindset of thinking I've got a really big meal so I should be shamed about it or it's should I be eating it all of those sort of conversations that run through your head for me the whole lifestyle is they don't they just fully embrace the food they fully enjoy what they're having right and the social aspect whoever they're with they enjoy that process of sitting down for a meal as well I don't think I mean clearly people that are working it's this is a bit idealistic but I think really they probably eat a bit less on the go as well if they're going to eat they sit down and have something to eat right. do not think well I saw um years ago I watched a Jamie Oliver special you know when he went around Italy uh-huh. and I was fascinated by it because he went into people's homes, you know, people that he didn't know, yeah, uh, and saw like the the you know the mother would um, come home from work. She worked a day and yeah. come home from work, and there was this one that always stuck in my head. And she made an asparagus risotto and baked some salmon, and then she threw like a tomato plate of food together, mm. uh, a tomato salad sort of thing yeah. together, and then some green some leafy green stuff and and all in about 30 minutes she pulled this together after working all day mm-hmm. so you know i think that we we are just in the, the western culture is so much about quick yeah. you know quick and there's so much processed food and in the intro you were talking about how you know the mediterranean diet that's you know a hot topic everybody's heard about it but it's not the only cultural when i no. when we say diet because diet doesn't mean go on a diet it's no, the way it's the way, the way of, you yeah. eat right the way of so the nordic diet and also uh japan which mm-hmm. um the people from okanagan i'm probably saying that wrong and i apologize to anybody i know i am saying it wrong um but they have the highest life expectancy apparently yeah. of any region in the world but in looking at all these diets, one thing that I found that they all have in common is the lack of processed food, yeah. especially sugar. Clean eating. Like, yeah. So the Nordic diet, again, they have fish, and I don't necessarily want to flap on about how people need to eat more fish because God knows our oceans are also being depleted. Well, yeah. But um, the thing they have in common is little meat mm-hmm. and then, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, some places have, you know, they eat smaller animals like lambs and goats because they don't have the space for, yep. you know, beef. Um, and, yeah, lots of fruits and vegetables. So that is something that is just common throughout. Plus, they eat a lot of locally grown things and mm-hmm. seasonal things too. Um, not necessarily organic I think that um, people should really try if they can. And, I mean, it's not sustainable all year, especially not here, yeah. um, to eat the food that you, either you've grown or that's grown near Seasonal. you. Yeah. But um, when you can, to eat that over organic, because a lot of these smaller farms can't 
to get certified organic is very expensive. Yes. And so they may be organic. They it's may just they haven't been, they certified, haven't been certified. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm always opt for local over anything else. So yeah. and that's something that all these um play all these these diets, the three Mediterranean, Nordic and, and the Japanese all seem to have in common too, right. is that is that the, the local um grown thing. Their portions are small. That's another thing. They don't eat these giant meals. They're not just sticking. They stuff themselves. No, and they're not sticking food in the microwave and, you know, heat pushing button, heating it up. Um, And a lot of them, it's uh, cook. They cook at home. They don't go out to eat all the time. I think that's what I mean about the process, about them enjoying the process. Right. The ingredients, the actual cooking of of the meal, the sitting down, potentially lots of people together rather than just on your own, you know, as a social thing right none of it's quick none of it's processed none of it's rushing anything yeah yeah they'll enjoy a glass of wine probably right especially in the mediterranean yes red wine a glass of red wine but um really just pushing the whole the fresh you Mm -hmm. know that i think um is something and of course you know in japan very little in the way of dairy is eaten. Right. Um, and I'm not, you know, saying dairy's bad because I love cheese and, you know, and yogurt. Um, I really want to get into making my own yogurt. I'd like to make my yeah. own cheese, but, you know, um, one step at a time. Yeah. Um, but I want to get into making my own yogurt because uh, there's a place near me that sell local um, milk and cream uh-huh. and things. So um, I thought, well, if I can start with a good, you know, product, so and then you just add bacteria. You add the bacteria, and then you you keep some of it, and then you add it to the next lot. So once you've a made like the first lot, yeah, 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 and then you can keep on doing that. So um, yeah, that's something I want to do. But yeah, low intake of red meat because I mean, yeah, yeah, we do eat. I think here yeah, people tend to eat a lot of red meat. But the process is the is the biggest thing. So I think, yeah, it's just easier said than done maybe for some people. But it's really not that hard. I mean, you keep I it simple. I think the thing that probably will be ringing alarm bells for people is time. Right. Well, that's all well and good. So, you know, to go and buy fresh produce, which means you have to go more often because they don't last as long. So I think that's the other thing. They don't... They, the Mediterranean ways, they don't seem to want to stock a fridge to last them a week, 10 days. They'll just go and get, you know, much sooner, won't they, what they need and then cook that. Um, But I suppose people are thinking, well, I haven't got time for that because I've got to do this, I've got to do it. And I think the the only way that I could suggest of getting around that is the things we've talked about before is the batch cooking, because actually you could prepare lots of fresh meals that haven't been use or are not using all of the processed product Mm -hmm. and freeze it and then you've still got the advantage of that so like we've spoken about before if you could do that for three or four meals and then you could get them out when you're busy at the end of the day that's still much better for you even if you've just left out to defrost during the day and then you've got to heat it up even if you don't (laughs) microwave it that's still so much better for you than buying a microwave meal that's got all of the additives and probably everything processed within an inch of its life so I think that would be one suggestion of how to get around it if people are thinking, well, that I haven't got time. But things like couscous or, um, yeah, you know, and the canned beans too. Uh, you know, I mean, yes, they've got 
some added salt to them, but it's better than so many other things you could be eating. But well, you can just throw those in a salad. Yeah, yeah, right. Emptied out two tins or two cans, one red beans, one butter beans, wash them. So I just, you know, get rid mm -hmm. of all of the, the water or the salt that they've been sat in. And then I added that to my vegetable based meal that I was cooking. Right. Because um, I score the sort of the protein in that and everything and really filling and all that sort of thing. So, and they're so cheap. It was like 45p right. a can for the, right. for the beans. Yeah. Um, and in it, it had. Um, a whole cauliflower and an aubergine and stuff, but they are so inexpensive to mm -hmm. do that. But it made a meal for four by the time I did everything else. Right. In. Um, and it, and I actually I was going out last night, so I put it in a really heavy pan with a lid and put it in the oven on low and just left it there, so it's kind of roasting with all the garlic right, and nice. oil and everything, and just finished it when I got back. So when I got back ten minutes later, there was a really wholesome, de nice. genuinely delicious meal ready waiting. So. It's thinking ahead sometimes as mm -hmm. well. So if you are busy, are there things you could prep in the morning before you go out to work that could be sat in a slow cooker or doing something like that? Right. Um, it's, it's those sorts of things, I think, isn't it? And then, you, you know, you were saying about doing that. And then if you wanted to expand that even more, you could add some pasta to it or some couscous or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, stretch it a bit further. Stretch uh -huh. it a bit further. But, I mean, you know, for a piece of salmon and a little tomato salad, takes no time. I mean, no. you know, you don't have to prep a whole lot of things. And it, and it really can be quite simple, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially if you've got some fresh herbs growing or something. I, I mean, I just think we've, we've had it drummed into us so much that one cooking is a chore it takes too long and it's it's all marketing it's companies well, yeah, trying to sell their product to people and yep. so people then are like oh well i don't have time to cook i mean like rice yeah you can buy instant rice okay stick in the microwave ready in 90 seconds yeah you know what to cook to cook rice, it takes 20 minutes to cook rice, right? Yeah. You put it on, you turn it to low. You don't have to do anything for Just 20 minutes. It. You can be cooking something else. You know, instant couscous. Okay, so it, it is a little bit processed, but still, you know, it's better than other things. That same thing, you bring some stock or water. I always mm -hmm. like to use a broth or whatever to a boil, stick it in there, Fluff it up, it. turn it. Yeah, you turn off the heat 10 minutes, it's ready. Yeah. You know, so, and plus you can also stick everything on one pan, throw it in the oven. You could do some salmon, you can do some, you know, or fish or of some kind or, or you know, prawns or whatever, shrimp, some tomatoes, some onions, you know, just some artichokes, even out of a can mm -hmm. um, or a jar throw them in the oven and then, you know, you could add some um, catalini beans to that. I mean, it's not that, it's not that complicated, you know, some like you don't have to make it. Though, oh, I think so. Perhaps have a look at some of the recipes mm -hmm. and start, start with the more simple ones. You right. Overwhelm yourself yeah. and find yourself a few simple recipes. The beauty of the fact that all recipes are online pretty much now is that right. you can find anything that you want a bit yeah. like the site you were just talking about with the mediterranean recipes on yeah it, eating well find something mm. that's really simple and just start with that and do that for a week a couple of weeks until you've 
built up your confidence a little right what you're doing um that's i think that's a good way around it and then you'll start to get a little bit more confidence for trying something new or adding some bits in but i mean it really is i mean for example for the salmon that i cook i just make little tinfoil parcels pop in some lemon with it maybe some chili flakes and do up the parcel pop it in the oven for 12 minutes because i like mine kind of really buttery and flaky in the middle and it's done it's not like you don't have to do anything difficult Mm -mm. at all yeah it's really not tricky so um some benefits of the mediterranean diet and also you know uh, this can go across with the nordic and uh, japanese as well i think i said it right okinawa which is where Charlene, who we had on the discipline, yes, um, the Marine, she was based there, oh, if, really? I re- if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But um, some benefits to Mediterranean diet are, and this has been studied more so than the Nordic and the Japanese diets, yeah. okay? Um, it improves blood glucose, which helps to manage type 2 diabetes, reduces the risk of various cancers, Slow is the rate of decline in memory and cognitive ability. Um, and the plants are attributed to that. So that that's things like dementia and Alzheimer's, which, okay. you know, because my mum had that when she passed yeah, away, that very yeah. much at the forefront of, of me wanting to, you know, be healthy yeah. and look after my, my brain. And that's another thing too. Um, the episode that we did, Food and Mood, yeah. You know, when I go through and I look at all the things in these diets, they also account for the foods that you should eat for your brain health yep. and for better mood too, for depression. And, and, you know, I'm not talking like complete clinical depression where you no, do need some help. For, for mood, yeah. For, but for mood and brain health, all these things that we've been talking about are all things that, that need to okay. be eaten for better brain and mood health um and then the nordic diet again lowers the risk of type 2 diabetes um and japan has the lowest rates of age um related diseases uh in the world apparently Mm -hmm. um but you know still research right always research and when you do read something um you know, there's so much, like I said, misinformation out there. But often when you read something and it's like researchers say, have a look and see who funded it. Exactly. Because yeah. sometimes the dairy corporation could have funded something uh-huh. or the beef corporation or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But just have a look and see who funded it. Generally, if it's a university, it's better. Yeah. A bit less biased, rather yeah. than a particular food company so yeah. yeah or you know somebody that's you're not at all associated with say you know like yogurt and kefir they're good things to to put in to your diet yeah. i'm not talking yogurt that's you know flavored and no, no, just, just the plain yogurt simple. yeah um but you know if you read it something that's like oh yes you need to eat more yogurt just see who's Who's funded that? That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. But definitely um, most of the evidence has been focused on the Mediterranean diet. So, um, and then how to include more things, just little things that you can do, like we've been talking about. Um, Things like uh, sweet potato. This is especially for the Japanese diet because they eat 
um, a purple potato. It's a purple sweet potato. Oh, okay. And things like bitter melon and stuff, which aren't necessarily easy for people to get here. Uh-huh. But, um, so I already talked about what grows um, locally, you know, nearby or in states or, or counties around where you are. But, yeah. yeah, so the orange sweet potato, cabbage, blueberries, blackberries, um, olive oil, cold-pressed cold pressed canola, nuts and seeds, and then just eat the rainbow with your fruits and vegetables. Yeah. They tend to eat fruit, like for a dessert type thing. They tend, yes. I know that the Italians have like the tiramisu and stuff, but but it, it's fruit is the main. Yeah, they I wouldn't think. have that every day. No, kind of and they and they eat a lot of citrus too. In the Mediterranean diet, they mm-hmm. eat a lot of citrus. Yeah, a lot of lemons. Like in Greece, you think of all lemons that they eat, but yeah. um, lemons and oranges. So they do eat a lot of citrus, and I think that also mm-hmm. probably contributes then too with the vitamin um, C. So. Yeah, I mean, they do have a lot in common, the, the diets. Do you, um, like, do you find that your diet, then when you think about it, I think a lot of people may not even realise that they do eat like well, that. Well, that's the thing, people. and I was sort of having a look, and, and more recently, because probably in the last two months where I've made quite a change to what I'm eating and the way that I'm cooking, it's now so similar to what we've just been describing. Right. Without it intentionally labelling it as me eating a Mediterranean diet, but it's just because I've been eating a lot more vegetables, really clean, loads of garlic. I must That's look good. like a garlic bowl. So good. I'm every meal I'm tending to put nearly a whole bulb of garlic in each meal. Right. So good for you. Um, lots of olive oil, lots of legumes, beans. Mm. Um, I love uh, them. Yeah, I love me too. Really, yeah, really good. and it's changed my palate, my flavour. I think okay. you know, because now potentially would I've automatically gone for you know the old way, the old style of food that I was eating. It was I would have probably in my head said, "Oh, I'm not really very keen on that." Without genuinely hmm. knowing what I was trying to describe, I'm really enjoying it. So yes, I think I'm pretty much doing that now. Um, <coughs> Probably what I could try and do is push a little bit more fresh fish. The, really, the fish that I eat is salmon, which I know is really, really good for me. Mm-hmm. But actually just to create some, or a tuna, if I was making a tuna salad, like a canned tuna. But I probably would like to push and try some different sorts of fresh fish, maybe some sardines or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that would be would be a good, if I'm trying to now push my boundaries a bit and thinking right. what else could I do, I think that would be something that I would like to try. Um and probably a bit more citrus fruit. I use lemon in my cooking. Right. Or I put lime in. Oh, love lemon. Night. Um, but just probably add a bit more citrus maybe into some salads and things like mm-hmm. that. That would be good. I eat a lot of tomatoes, but the vine tomatoes, oh, I love them. Oh, I slice them up. Absolutely. We have awesome. so many tomatoes growing right now. Um, I'm eating a lot of berries because my mm. morning breakfast at the moment is the toasted sourdough with smashed banana. I put it on the um, on our Instagram Right, yeah, yeah. Day, but with a smashed banana and a really tiny bit of um, peanut butter. And the peanut butter is pure. There's no right. There's right. No salt. There's no sugar. It's just the pure peanut butter. And then a load of berries on the side. And I'm really enjoying that. That's it's good. It's lasting for so long. I'm not hungry until a bit of a later lunch. I mean, yeah. admittedly, I have breakfast later, don't I? So that helps. Right. But, um, but anyway, so I think I am probably unintentionally following pretty much this sort of diet anyway which keeps you satisfied like you just said yeah because of the fiber content in you Mm -hmm. know the fiber content the beans you know with the bread 
just, you know, the berries. I think things, I mean, our diets are so sadly lacking. The Western diet is yeah. so sadly lacking in um, fiber. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, which we need for good gut health. Yeah. Um, and by following, you know, the Mediterranean diet, you are going to include a lot more fiber in your diet. I mean, there's so much, they don't call plants and salads and things like that roughage for nothing. Wow, that's true. You know, and they take quite a long time to eat. You have to chew them. It's not I like... must have done well last night because I had cauliflower, oh, aubergine, God. garlic, nice. black beans, butter beans. <laughs> wow, good for you. Beans. My gut must have been like, woohoo. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, and it, it was absolutely delicious but yeah i think and that's genuinely how i'm eating most days now um so i'll have chicken for lunch maybe with right. a salad sandwich so if, you know i try to keep it balanced but um it must it must be making a difference for mm -hmm. my gut health regardless of anything else yeah yeah but it's kind of interesting as well because obviously we all want to eat better we all want to look after our health we you want to feel weight, better feel better if that's the journey we want but for me also it's the culture and the lifestyle, which I think I'd quite I admire, mm, I'd want mm -hmm. to introduce more of into my life. So I think the speed that they do this is like we said, you know, they enjoy the process of cooking and rather than just going, right, that's got to be three minutes. It's OK to spend half an hour cooking a, a meal and that's right. just how long it takes. But I think um, as a culture, they seem to laugh a lot more. They seem to they're happier be social i think they enjoy the process of the shopping the cooking the eating they seem to have probably more willingness just to do moving you know get up and they'll go and because they're going to go more regularly and get their fresh food mm -hmm. is that even just that what that brings on is right you've got to move get it carry it bring it back right sort of thing so i think the lifestyle is something i'd like to um, to bring into my lifestyle and emulate as well because I just think it encapsulates how I'd like to live, really. And the markets, I mean, right now here, they have great farms. I don't know if they do theirs much in the UK, but over here there's some amazing farmers markets. Yeah. And it's a nice way to spend, you know, I've got two really close to me, um, one's on a Saturday morning early and one's on a Thursday afternoon into the evening. And it's just a nice way to spend yeah. some time and, and, you know, you're also helping the local economy, shopping yep. shopping from, you know, farmers that, God knows, they work hard, right? Um, something I just wanted to add to that I think is very much in the Western diet is the whole breakfast cereal. And I'm not talking like oats because, you know, oats. Oh, no, no, if like if they're not packaged yeah. Yeah, but I'm just talking about, you know, like Fruit Loops or Cocoa yeah. Pops and, you know, those types of things. And unfortunately, all the things that we're aiming at our kids – Right. So the worst of yeah. The I mean, yeah. they don't do that so much yeah. in, in, you know, the countries we've been talking about or the, the cultures we've been talking about. Um, but I'm going to definitely um, add those links because I think it will be helpful for people to, you know, uh -huh. it, it'll be a good start for them. But, you know, my parents live in Spain some of the time. And when we're over there, my, um, my dad goes to the market every week and goes right. and buys kilos of fruit like kilos of the stuff mm -hmm. and nuts because of course it's all unsalted it's all fresh and right. natural so great big bags of those things and I mean I would probably even go to the extent of getting more than he does because I eat a lot of vegetables I could probably live off what I go and get right. from there sort of thing and um, the fresh meat I mean meat's really fresh over there too so mm -hmm. you can choose from the meat counter and it's not 
you know, I mean, it's not expensive, like ridiculous expensive, but they don't have as much. So maybe they just choose what they have and have it less often during the weeks, that sort of thing. But it's, a, it's an enjoyable thing when it comes, you know, it's when an it experience. And, it's, and, and what I love is even think, looking at things like the tomatoes and they're knobbly and they're slightly awkward shape because of course right. they're perfect. perfect. It has to go yeah. into plastic packaging that Ugh. has to be uniform because it has to fit in the same size slot that all right, the tomatoes right. have got to fit in. So, yeah. you know, I love picking up the really odd looking knobbly ones and the ones that have got extra colour on and all that sort of thing. So I think it is a whole experience. Mm-hmm of connecting with what food you are putting in your mouth and what you are eating it's not something which is disconnected and right. packaged up in a there's a lot of disconnect and you open up the packet on the inside and you tip it in and you just mindlessly put it in your mouth mm-hmm. because really if someone said what is that you'd be like i don't really know because it's a funny shape like you said the rings or the hoops or whatever you like i don't really know it's it's you've removed that ambiguity ambiguity ambiguity. that's it i don't know why i couldn't say that word (laughs) um yeah you've removed that and you can see exactly what you're selecting what you're choosing what you're cooking you cut it up you can see how fresh it is or if it has gone a bit bad just cut that bit out and chuck it away there's not this need for perfection right you're choosing all of the time i think that's something that should be embraced as well that and just the simplicity so um, in talking about all of this and the food, yeah. what um, what sort of things are you cooking? What's going to be in Sarah's kitchen this week? Um, I don't I made um, over the, when we got back over the weekend, oh my God, it was so delicious because it was just one of those, haven't got long, what have I got in because it was too late to cook. I oven roasted some sweet potato and garlic and then I added that with spinach to a tortilla and made like a, Oh, okay, like a As Spanish, egg, like a Spanish tortilla, torta, yeah, like again, a frittata. A, they call that's it, it here. Frittata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my god! And I just did it with a great big salad on the side. It mm. was so, so that's perfect. Delicious. I love um, sweet potato. So, did you say or just sweet potato? potato. Yes. Yeah, I sweet love potato. that in um, a frittata. And because sweet potato cooks so quickly, mm-hmm. the whole thing was done from start to finish in twenty minutes. It oh was, wow! It was, it was okay. Sick. I just stuck it in the oven on a really high heat with the yeah. garlic, mashed it down put it in and then i don't know how you do yours but i put it on the heat on the hob and then stick it in the oven exactly stick it in the grill just to do the top yeah salad just some you know green i had some of that already yeah Yeah, salad so that so i might do another one of those because i really enjoyed that plus there's leftovers usually from that and i love uh frittata or torta or torta tortilla yeah yeah um cold the next day too that's always delicious yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so more of that and um, just I've just been enjoying the, the courgettes I'm really into as well at the which moment. is zucchini to zucchini, yeah, uh-huh. rest of the world zucchini, yeah 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 we have them growing in the garden and my eggplants now are out so I'm going to be doing some eggplant first, yes uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I don't know why every country can't Has just English-speaking country can't just have one common name <laughs> having lived in three countries None of them had the same names. Although, justifiably so, I have seen how an aubergine, when it starts to grow, does look like an egg because it's white and it's that sort of shape. So I can understand where that came from. Right. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Well, I'm going to be doing my little platters that I was talking about, my little Uh Mediterranean platters. I might also um, add some on the weekend if I'm feeling like I can. I might uh, grill some eggplant and marinate it in some olive mm-hmm. oil and balsamic Yummy. garlic mm-hmm. and add that to my to my platter. Um, fruit for breakfast. 
just because, you know, I'm yep. just up and out about it early. So, um, and then some salads for, for lunch because, um, the publishers buy us lunch. Okay. And so yesterday I had the most fantastic, like, um, Asian, one of those poke bowls, but it was yep. mainly salad. Uh, oh, it was so good. So that's what, um, I'm not going to be cooking a lot, actually. No, well, I will be. You will, but but work. for a cookbook, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for me, yeah. So um, that's what I'm going to be doing. What are your goals for the coming week? I'm going to have two. I'm going to continue to eat the foods that I've been enjoying, and but try to make it even more of an event for myself. So every okay. meal that I have. I'm going to make it so my breakfast isn't ever on the go. Where I'm going to sit and I'm going to enjoy my breakfast Good. and consciously eat it. Same for lunch, same for dinner. So that's my my first goal. And my second one is what I said at the, the top of this episode was I'm going to put some dedicated time in again for my exercise because I've let it slip. Right. Mine, mine the same with, with the exercise, but that is just going to come back to routine and consistency. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like I said, even though things happen in your life that throw you off course – then you just got to maybe make some tweaks and readjust. So that's yeah. what I'm going to have to do for the next six weeks. So that's going to be um, that's going to be my goal. So um, next week, Sarah and I are doing a recap of season two. Uh, what our favourite episodes are and why we feel they were most beneficial to us. Yeah. So I think Highlights. I've already got a couple that I know stand out with me. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please send us a message if there's something you'd like us uh, to talk about on the podcast. Visit LavoniaAndSarah.com to find links to connect with us on social media. Um, I'll also add them to our um, to our RSS feed. Remember to eat a variety of fruits and vegetables. Reduce or eliminate processed foods, uh, including sugar. Sorry. Use a little of a good oil. Uh, make sure your diet is fiber rich. Small portions. Keep it simple. Focus on nourishment, not punishment. And be adventurous. Okay, so I'm being a little bossy. We're being a little bossy. Yes. But it's all doable. And it's all for your own good. And it's all for your own good. Okay, we'll talk to you on our next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.